already. Hi, this is Elsa Vandenhever, and you are listening to CVH Podcast. Good morning, uh, Monday, July 26th, and you're listening to the CBH Podcast, and this is the last show uh, from Richmond. Um, today's moving day. It's happening, but I'm still here for you. Uh, this place is packed up. We're going. One way or the other, we're going. Moving trucks do, and um, this is happening. It's um it's a little bit strange. Uh you know, this whole thing started right here in my uh, office uh during COVID in um last October actually, October 2020. Uh I don't know why I waited so long. I'm sorry it didn't occur to me sooner to start. Because you need to hear more. Um <laughs> uh but uh yeah, so this will be the last one from from the office here. Uh the next one will be from um Further north. I don't know. I mean, it's not like I can't say where. You know, it's like um, just outside of D.C. Let's say that. Just outside of D.C. And every time I mention that to somebody, they go, oh, man, the traffic. Oh, boy. Like <laughs> like they're completely bummed out by the traffic that I'm going to have to deal with, which, which um, they just must know something that I don't uh, simply because – you know, they, they, it's, it's referenced with almost every time I uh, even mention that I'm going up towards DC, there's, there's like a, Ooh, DC traffic, mm, DC traffic. I mean, you know, I grew up on Long Island. I know about some traffic. The Long Island Expressway was uh, conveniently called the Long Island parking lot. Cause it, you know, there was never a time where there wasn't traffic. So I think I, you know, maybe I'm speaking out of school here, but I feel like, I feel like it'll be handled. <laughs> I'm far enough out, you know, I'm not like driving downtown DC. Although I do have some jobs um, you know, with the uh, with the uh, Washington National and so uh the Washington National Opera and so I will actually commute from my home to work for the very first time in my life. Uh I'm looking forward to that. And since I sadly sold my truck, I'm going to have to get some kind of wheels to do this. Which is always, it's one of those things that's awesome and fun and just awful at the same time. Because there's, there's no way I'm not feeling like I'm getting screwed on purchasing a car. <laughs> it's designed to make you feel screwed. And I've been looking at, and, and there's, um, I usually look at cars.com and, and look at the car porn there. But um, it's been d- redirecting me recently to um, uh, Carvana. Like Carvana is this unbelievable ridiculous uh way to buy a car now where you you just click you buy it online and then it shows up like an amazon purchase (laughs) like the the flatbed truck rolls up and they're like here's your car you know you never drive it (laughs) you never see it you never smell inside to see if it was like a smoker's car or it's got mold or you know just it just shows up like here's your car It, it sounds like the dumbest way you could possibly come up with to buy a car I mean, you have to drive it, right? <laughs> what if they roll that thing off the truck and it just has like a terrible squealing noise or <laughs> or it just pulls to the left no matter what you do? Uh, it seems ridiculous. So I'm not going to buy it that way. I like to test drive them. 
And boy, I've been looking at some dumb things recently. I'm just, um, I don't know, something about being 42 and being like, I need a new car, so (laughs) I better buy the Batmobile. (coughs) Uh, It's one of those things you think, I just have anything I want. Surely I need a Ferrari, right? (laughs) I don't actually need a Ferrari. I could have a Ferrari, but I'd have to sleep in it. (laughs) So that's it. We're done. We're wrapped up here, and... um, um, soon we'll be, uh, uh, Northern bound, which is good. New adventures, always excited for new adventures. And, and I moved, I've moved so many times in my life. This is not, uh, anything new. Uh, you just start over, you find a new doctor, you find a new gym, you find a new grocery store, you find a, you discover the new things. It's better. I get itchy when I stay in one place too long. And I've been in Richmond for 11 years now, uh, which is hard to imagine. That went by in a blink. It really did. I started feeling real nostalgic today. I had the family over for one big dinner, and, and it's very easy for me to to really enjoy uh, my whole family around the table. I'm, I'm going to miss that the most. But we've already made plans for them to come up, and it'll be different. It won't be the way it was, but but it'll just be new memories, and that's fine, too. I went and got... Um, I, went, I have a barber in town. I love this guy. Bruce. Bruce the barber, and uh, Bruce has got just the, a very no-frills barber shop. He, he sort of just rented a space, <laughs> put up a couple mirrors, dropped a chair, and just opened up business. I mean, there's nothing, <laughs> there's, there's no overhead on a place like this. And I love the guy. He's real, he's efficient, but also paying attention to detail and like the perfect kind of small talk, you know, I'm sure he. I'm sure he'd elevate it to medium talk, but you know, I'm I'm very comfortable with just small talk too. But the other day it was way different, and I was first in the door, first thing in the morning, just trying to get it done. And um, uh, guy guy walks in right after me. Thirty seconds after I walked in, another guy walked in. Now we've all seen this guy. This guy exists. He thinks he's unique, but he's not unique. This guy is a carbon copy of the same guy all over this town. He's got the hat on, of course. Can't I mean, you know, wouldn't wouldn't leave the house without his baseball cap. And he's got his sunglasses you know, on top of the baseball cap. You know that guy? And um pretty skinny dude. Of course, he he'd rolled up in some gigantic pickup truck, you know, like the obnoxiously large pickup truck. This guy he screams Trumper. <laughs> And uh, he he knew he knew Bruce well too, and he he sort of he went from like uh, small talk to <laughs> to medium talk as soon as he walked in. And I had the guy pegged as soon as as soon as I saw that truck, and then this tiny skinny dude with his hat and his sunglasses um, roll in. I <laughs> I judged him quickly, and he did not disappoint. <laughs> I'm just talking to Bruce about nothing, and then this guy rolls in immediately, immediately with the conspiracy theories. <laughs> I can't, um, I just can't get into it. I can't get into talking politics in public like that. It, it, it bugs me. It's, it's just low class. And immediately with the vaccine, and he would never get the vaccine. You know, of course, he's talking to two guys that admitted that they got the vaccine. And he's going on and on and on about he would never get it. And this is the government's way of controlling you. And it's, oh, God, you want to scream? You are not important enough for the government to give a shit about. 
They want to make sure you paid your taxes. That's about it. Uh, <laughs> you're not on their radar. Oh, I mean, immediately with the, I mean, Dr. Fauci's the devil and this vaccine and the election was stolen and God damn. Oh, as soon as somebody gets going like that, I, I just, I, I, my, my brain starts to hurt and it's way too early in the morning. You know, as soon as, as soon as a guy opened up at 9am, I walked in and, and here's this guy immediately with the, with the Fox news rundown. And I just, uh, it, it, look, think what you want to think. Live how you want to live, but just don't don't bring it in assuming that everybody's on your <laughs> on your page, you know. And so you know, Bruce would never get involved in any of this. He, he just sort of listens. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know. And uh, I'm keeping my mouth shut. But it, it, this is my haircut. <laughs> this is my time with the barber. My my last time with him. I love this guy. I wanted, I wanted to sit with him and and this guy's just you know just blasted through with all his horse shit and. You know, once somebody's like into conspiracy theories, I just assume you think the earth is flat and that the moon landing was a hoax and you believe all that shit. And, and I just, I judge you. I immediately judge you. <laughs> and he's getting way into it. And then finally, I just couldn't help myself anymore. And I just said, you know, I read an article this morning that said that 98% of the people dying from COVID are people who didn't get the shot, which, <laughs> which stopped them pretty quick. And Bruce says, well, how many people died? How many people are dying? I said, oh, it's like 250, 300 a day. Uh, <laughs> that stopped my little my little friend in his pickup truck pretty quick. <laughs> you want to take that gamble, buddy? Go ahead. Guess who's not dying of this thing? The people who got the shot. Okay, well, you know, there's always an exception. You know, it, it, there's going to be a small percentage that, that have received their shot and still die. But 97% of them did not get their shot. Just saying it. That's all. Just saying it. And uh, you can pretty much guarantee that they're his buddies and, and people who vote like him. So it's not... <laughs> you might want to get the shot to stay in the game here. <laughs> Maybe we should just pull up the rug. If you didn't get the shot, you're not allowed to get it now. We told you to get it. You didn't get it. So now you don't get to get it. <laughs> You can have it now, but it costs $10,000. <laughs> it was free, but you decided to be a dumbass, so now you got to pay. <laughs> uh, people don't get their shots. We're just The masks are going to come back, I promise you. The masks will come back. They're going to start closing shit again. Uh, so close to being done. There's just too many people in this country for everybody to move in the same direction. It's just impossible. 350 some odd million people here. Uh, you're going to get some crazies. And we let the crazies have a voice. Uh, the, the, the social media has allowed uh, the town crazy to find his brethren. <laughs> and now he, he can just, you know, get together with all the other nuts. And, you know, the more you speak into the into the vacuum, uh, the more you sound correct and everybody's believing you. And that's that's just what happened. Another article I read this morning in the New York Times said 40 percent of the disinformation about the vaccine is coming from one clown doctor in Florida. <sighs> there was a time where I, I, I kind of remember growing up and there'd be like the one guy 
not in school, kids didn't talk about this stuff, but there'd be like the one guy at church or at the basketball practice or somebody's dad and he would just say something so ridiculous that everybody else would be like, this guy's nuts. Uh, he's, he's mouthing off about something. He it's, he was like the ridiculous character in the corner and he really couldn't pull anybody else into his tinfoil hat wearing bullshit. And nowadays they just, they have a place, they get together, they start shouting at each other. <laughs> we didn't land on the moon. And they're like, yeah, the earth is flat. You know, <laughs> and when you have all these other idiots backing you up, you start to, you start to think you're, you're smart. And then, and then it's like some odd movement. I watched a um, um, documentary on the Unabomber. Remember the Unabomber? Guy who was sending uh, mail bombs to like universities and professors and and um, like a, a real crazy guy, but super smart, you know, genius, Harvard genius. And um, he wrote a, manif- man, uh, a manifesto and, you know, the crux of it, I mean, it was like endlessly long, but the crux of it was technology will ruin human civilization that was the crux of it and and at the time you're like ah oh, you know this was like late 90s mid 90s when the guy was caught i thought 96 or 97 something like that and um you're like oh come on we had just barely got into the internet and email we're like this is great this is great but boy the <laughs> it's weird when the crazy when that kind of crazy might have been right i mean uh the, the ability to spread bad information is so easy and <clears throat> the clowns who get their news from Facebook, and there's a lot of them, you know me, we don't do Facebook here, but there's plenty of people who do, and if you're getting your news off of Facebook, chances are it's horseshit. Apparently, it's all bullshit. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, it turns out the Unabomber was right. <laughs> turns out he was right. It's the end of civilization. <clears throat> Just weird to like go to your favorite hair, you know, your favorite barber. Gonna sit down. He's gonna clean you up. I barely needed a haircut. I just went in to get cleaned up because I'm having my fancy picture taken. And um, and right away, I I don't know what the guy's name is. I'm sure it was like Joe, <laughs> Joe douchebag, something like that. He probably took the Trump flag off the back of his truck after after the loss. Probably like two months after the loss. I got a lot of people in this town who are like celebrating the <laughs> celebrating the loser. <sighs> it's this need to have a team, this tribal need to have a team in the world. I can't get involved. Look, you know, I I I am a, a well-informed voter. You know me. I'm I'm just left of center. I don't carry. I don't care who marries who, but I think the government's not good at spending my money. You know, just just left of center. Leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. <laughs> Libertarian with, with a live and let live uh, byline. Uh, but, you know, th- this clown is just like probably one of those people that chants lock them up. <laughs> when, you make the, when you make your political opponent somebody who should be in prison, th- where do you go from there? It's only just like good guy versus the devil. Can't it just be this dummy against this dummy? That's usually what it is. You just you pick the guy close. You pick the dummy close enough to your ideas. Ah, uh, I I can't stand getting political. I hate it. I really do hate it. And here I've done it for the last fifteen minutes.
the guy ruined my $15 haircut. I'm here to tell you that. I'm sure when I move to my D.C. suburb, <clears throat> my haircut will cost $45. <laughs> that seems to be the uh, the upcharge for, for getting away from, uh, from Joe Baseball Cap and his pickup truck. <laughs> it's a premium. It's a premium I'm willing to pay. But of course, moving to D.C. probably has its own bullshit that, I'm, that I haven't considered. And by moving to D.C., I mean D.C. suburb. I have to say that, right? Because if I name the town, you'd be like, where's that? You know, and, uh, and then I have to explain it further. So I just say D.C. and then you know. Especially when I'm in Europe. Where do you live? I just say D.C. They're like, ah, yes, I've heard of this place. <laughs> unless it's New York. <laughs> in Europe, unless it's New York, nobody could really point it out on a map. New York's it. Like that's, oh yeah, New York is right here. And most of them would have no idea that most of New York is not this tiny little island of Manhattan, but you know, New York state is this gigantic cow country north of it. Even growing up on Long Island, it was a long time before I realized New York was such a big state. (coughs) Yeah. One of those days. Um, Moving towards Macbeth in Chicago. I'm looking forward to that. But first thing I got to do is have a quick stop on New York for a photo shoot. Mm, I've been teasing that for three episodes. I can't. I still can't talk about it. I don't think I could talk about it for months, actually. But going to be a fun thing. I've heard some details about it. There's a there's a uh, art director for the photo shoot, and they have a, a, a pretty interesting idea. Something I hadn't really considered, and and um, I'll talk about it after the fact. But I still can't tell you what it's for. But I'm sure you can mostly imagine. There's not a lot of things that would like to have my photograph. <laughs> it's not for Sports Illustrated. We'll just say that. <laughs> but that was my dream as a kid. I was a baseball fan and I wanted to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. You know, with the baseball bat over my shoulder, like looking mean. You know, with like the with like the uh, the black lines under the eyes. Like, you know, like... This guy is a serious baseball player. That was my dream. So this will be <laughs> this will be my version of that. Uh, this has been episode 82. 82 of the CVH podcast. And the last and final episode from Richmond, uh, where it all started. And the next episode uh, will be from a DC suburb. Uh, on the <clears throat> excuse me, on the morning of uh, my flight to New York. I'm not going to schlep all this crap to New York for one episode. Just can't do it, folks. I'm going to do it from D.C. suburb, and then uh, I'll be back on Saturday. I love you for listening. I love you for listening. You knew that. Uh, Everybody have a great week, and we'll see you on Thursday. Okay, thanks. Bye. I need you.
Miss Webb. 